0: Hi, welcome back to part two, which is conveniently released the same time as part one. Yeah, now you can hear us get our readings and shit. Okay, yeah, have fun. Bye.
1: And now to do actual readings, I have two decks that you can look through. Okay. Who does Marcy want yeah, to pick? Yeah, I'm ready. So here's the Versailles deck if you want to look at that. I also have one that's playing deck card. It's oh. the same as this one, but they're slightly different updated graphics.
2: I'm filling this one already. I can fill it. You can fill like, it. Yeah. Hey, you want that one? Yeah, because I've been with holding this one, but yeah, okay.
1: this one. This one, the Versailles. Yeah. You'll have to forgive me because I love the Mersize deck, but I haven't worked with it much. Oh, okay. So it doesn't jump out as me as much as the regular ter- weight tarot. Okay. Okay. So again, I'm self-taught. Oh, I bumped the mic. Sorry, Zach, I was doing so well. <laughs> Don't Maybe. worry,
2: I've done it 38 times it's already. It's true. This is notorious At for knocking five- it before. Yes, that's true. With <laughs> my flanging flang hands, you know. I can't help myself.
1: So I'm self-taught. So there are two things about me being self-taught. The first one is I don't do spreads. I lay out the cards until you tell me to stop. Okay. The second thing about being self-taught is that I don't ask you questions. Ooh. Is that I... (laughs) Those are the cards chosen. That is
0: definitely
2: (laughs) a Marcy thing right there. You
1: got the eight of wands, I think. Yes. Um, What does that
2: mean? (laughs) Eight
1: of wands is usually a... Fast news is coming, affections of love, yeah. um, like basically like Cupid, Cupid's arrows. There's also a pentacle one that but that's okay. What is okay. that? This is Wands, but the pentacles it speaks into. Did I get them all?
2: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Okay. speaks into fortune, like money in the here and now realm <gasps> and things like that. Okay, Damn, so what I was cute, saying.
2: Just kidding. Okay.
1: I don't want to know your question. Okay. But I will ask you questions to clarify things, mm-hmm. so that I know that I'm interpreting the cards correctly. Okay. What I do is I clear the deck by shuffling it three times, and then I'm going to hand the deck to you, and you're going to shuffle them. Okay.
2: I shuffle terribly. It's okay. Okay.
1: The idea the is not to answer. shuffle. The idea is to get your energy on the cards. Okay. Rub them all over your body. And these are really stiff. Like I said, I haven't. Yeah. Them.
2: Yeah. They are. <laughs> You you can uh, shuffle like a boss.
1: It's the only way I know how to shuffle. Like, my dad knew how to shuffle this way.
2: That's how I do it. And
1: a lot of tarot readers shuffle this way because you can get cards flying out. I don't know how to do it this way. I don't have enough, like, de- dexterity yeah. in my hands to do it. So I have to shovel, shuffle the traditional way.
2: Well, that, I feel like, is more, you know. Mixing? Yeah. Yeah. I just.
1: So shuffle the cards and think of your question. Okay. Um, shuffle them until you feel that you're ready to ask your question. When you're done, cut the deck into three piles.
2: Okay. I'm, like, torn on my question. Which one?
1: We can do two, as long as you don't make me pull, like, lay out a bunch of cards. No no no. Like if you're reasonable in the amount of cards, you can do both <laughs> questions. <laughs> I want all the deck
2: <laughs> Okay.
1: I've had it where I've I've so I've done this before for co-workers over like chat right. while we were working because mm-hmm. I usually work from home. And uh sometimes when I'm shuffling a whole stack of cards will come out. And even though that's not what they asked for, I still read them because obviously the universe wants you to know if it came out while I was shuffling. Wow. So if any cards pull out while you're shuffling you need to set it aside. Okay. Oh, these two. Take that out. Take that out. Take
2: that
1: out. Okay. Oh, it cut into three decks. Oh.
2: And then what do I do? That's it. Okay.
1: Or actually, label them one, two, three for me. One, two, three. Tell me when you want me to stop. Okay. There. Was this about family or was this about your love life? (laughs) love (laughs) life you smile (laughs) okay i kind of suspected as much because of this card okay do you take a lot of time out of your relationship to help with your dad
2: um not my dad necessarily but help him yes
1: okay um
2: i mean it's because of him
1: relationship is because of him. I'm not sure I'm No,
2: him. the um the taking time of, out of my relationship is because of my dad. It's like because your father. Okay, that's yeah. what I meant. Okay, like, are yeah. you
1: are you not seeing your boyfriend the mister because you have to spend time with your
2: dad? Not dad, mom. But oh, because mom. of dad. Oh, yeah. okay.
1: Okay. Um <laughs> I even got confused for me. I know, I'm
2: sorry. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's like because he travels a lot. I stay with my you mom. You stay with your mom. Yeah.
1: Okay. So you, okay. Okay, that's good yeah, to know. Yeah, yeah. So, so I guess I need to rephrase my question. Does you helping your parents cause any type of conflict with your current romantic relationship?
2: Um, I feel like it could.
1: Okay, that makes sense. Okay. So I'm going to tell you what cards I have. Okay. This is La Luna. These are the two cards that came out when you were shuffling. So this is the moon and this is the knight of swords. Okay this is the page of wands this is six of swords this is the hanged man this is seven of cups seven of swords this is the emperor okay so the first and foremost thing that you that the universe wants you to know is need. sorry yeah i want to make sure that this is the dude that you're dating hold on one second
2: <laughs> yes. This I is very cool.
1: Brought my, sorry, I should have just brought my notes so that I didn't have to look through this.
2: You're good, sister.
1: Because yep. each one of the suits describes the physical appearance of somebody. Oh. And I can't remember for the suit of swords exactly what the appearance is. Huh. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's... Uh... Sorry. You good? I'm pretty sure swords is... Oh, shit. Um, like
2: mother of pearl.
0: Howard,
1: yeah, it's, uh, it's yep. me, dude.
2: don't don't worry about that. <laughs> it's fine.
1: It's fine. And this is what I meant by I'm not yeah familiar with the deck is because I can't convert it back to the writer just yet. Yeah. Come on, swords. The king will work though. So he he has he has. Fairer skin, but not fair like you and I. Mm-hmm. He, so he's a white boy or he has Mediterranean heritage. Mm-hmm. He has darker hair. So like my, like my roots, it's more dark. Um, I still can't find it. But that, yeah. So that's his physical. Does that, is that similar to what he looks like?
2: Yeah. pretty Like a darker blonde, like, I, or like... Like a level six. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, like a level higher than yours. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So like (laughs) mine. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. She said, I
1: don't know what that is. Okay, so then this is about you. Um, The moon usually indicates that things aren't always what they seem. Sometimes it can lead to deceit. I don't get a feeling of deceit right now intuitively, especially since you've talked so positively about your boyfriend. Yeah. But whatever is going on in the relationship, there is yet to be revealed, like stuff to be revealed. Um, not saying that it's bad stuff. Yeah. I'm just saying there's still stuff that you both need to learn that will both come to light during the relationship. Okay. But it's in regards specifically to him. The cards mm. that you, and that's what the universe wants you to know. Okay. So before, if you have any questions about this relationship or any questions about your question. Yeah. Know that things aren't what they seem, but that they'll be, um, revealed. Are you waiting on any type of news in terms of like health or yes. job or anything? Um, six of wands, six of swords, your dad travels? Yeah. Is this difficult for you to have to tie your time between your boyfriend and your family? Is it, do you feel any type of like, I don't want to say animosity, but do you feel any like, dad, why can't you fucking take care of this? Okay.
2: 100%.
1: Okay. So you have, this is the baton or wands is for messages. Um, So there's going to be some sort of information, whether this be the medical information that you're waiting for or messages that your father, I don't know. Like, I don't know if your father is going to have some sort of like heart to heart with you or have a difficult discussion with you about something that he needs you to do or something that maybe you don't want to do, or it has to do with the health information that you're waiting from. Um, But whatever is coming, it's going to put stress on you in terms like you're going to feel like you have to handle it. Um, that you're going to have to do more, like you're going to have to do more. Um, and you're going to feel very conflicted by the hangman by this. Like, what do I do? Do I tell my parents no and just let them figure it out? Or do I take it on and take all of this responsibility? Um, with the eight of cups, um, it, like, it's going to be difficult. So basically what I see is whatever message is coming to you, it puts you in a spot where you're kind of conflicted. Mm-hmm. and you're you press through it though okay. um you pressing through it is going to give you insight if you give up and surrender now um how do I put this because the meaning of eight in cups is like beware of shallow views seek deeper in- meaning and insight the current cycle may be over if you give up and surrender now your life may be may never recover and turn into lovelessness and misery I don't see that what I see is this is hard it's going to get harder um by the time you get to this point, this is the Eight of Swords. And the Eight of Swords really speaks into internal turmoil. Um, and then the, um, the La Papa, which is actually the emperor, is... Oh, no, it's the Hierophant. I lied. So the Hierophant, mm. focus on sharing knowledge through an intuition, represent education and pursuit of knowledge. You know what is right for yourself and the right thing for situation. Pra- practicality, ethically, and spirituality. Your intuition will find creative solutions. Corruption, hypocrisy, broken rules, lack of imagination, lack of commitment, lack of moral and spiritual guidance to the point of stillness. There is hypocrisy and flexibility in this situation. Your ego is drifting without guidance. This all sounds bad. It's, yeah, yeah, she yeah. Look yeah, on her yeah. Face, no, I'm no, like no. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the conjunction of each other. It's not as bad as it seems. And I don't feel that it's bad. What I feel is there's going to be some type of disconnect, or argument, or um, disagreement, right? Mm-hmm. And on your end, you're going to be like, "How could I? How could I do this? How could I feel this way? How could I have this discussion?" Mm-hmm. It's going to cause you a lot more turmoil than it's worth. Okay. You need to remember that things aren't what they seem. Okay. Um, the Knight of Swords. Swords usually speaks into like justice and righting wrongs and things. Uh-huh. The Knight of Swords is, um, you have many qualities, but the, but the problem is balance. Romance, romantic is different. For, no, that's the Knight of Cups. Sorry. Everything has to do with subtlety, subtleness. Direct is not blunt. Authoritative is not overbearing. Mm. Work up the courage to express yourself properly. You can do much better than you think. So it sounds like your beau, mm-hmm. he's a supportive guy. Mm-hmm. He cares for you. He cares about the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but he might just take a back seat and let you decide whatever it is that you need to do. Sounds like him. Um, <laughs> that's not to say, because the moon came with him, that's not to say that he's uncaring. That's not to say he doesn't support you. That's just to say that this isn't his battle, so he's not going to fight it. Mm-hmm. That's not to say he's not going to be supportive of you. That just means that the person you really need to go talk to is your dad yeah. and your family. Um, especially when this is causing stress for this, for the romance yeah. I've been in this situation before with my parents, before my dad passed and it's hard you feel like you don't have a life, you can't do things for yourself because mom and dad come first yeah. and how can they not because yeah. they gave you life and they're getting older and they are having problems if you keep taking on your parents responsibilities or you keep doing more than what you can take on for yourself in conjunction with your life it's just going to turn into a lot of inner turmoil for you So holy
2: shit, you're so spot on like
1: communication needs to happen. When you're starting to feel this, the hanged man, like, I don't know what to do. I should just not say anything. No, you need to speak up because the cups is right here to say no. You need to express those emotions. The and the funny thing is, is that you got two eights in a row. Mm -hmm. Eight is a divine number. It means infinity. It usually encompasses the whole universe. It's the transference of energy, Mm -hmm. like through the universe and back through the universe you're not going to get anywhere without pushing through it and communicating and definitely communicating to the right person. Mm -hmm. The Hierophant is the high priest in, in other decks. Um, and it's a nod to like the Catholic church and Catholicism that had, um power over like the Roman Catholic Church and society at one point in like England and stuff like that. So whoever is in charge, which usually in Mormon families is the dad, mm-hmm. that's the person that's causing conflict but also can offer a solution. And you really just need to seek out the guidance and the conversation there to fix whatever's going on. Um, additionally something that I wanted to put out is when you get this something I forgot. So the difference between this the minor arcana and the major arcana is the way that I've interpreted it and the way that I've learned is that the major arcana are things that are fated that the universe must have you do, or that is going to come into your life no matter what the fuck you you do. Mm -hmm. The suits and the minor arcana, these are the, these are the choices that you can make and the movements that you can make or the presence that you're in. Mm -hmm. So this was unavoidable. When you see major arcana cards, these are cards that you're going to get them no matter what. Yeah, Like they're part of your universal plan and then the suits are kind of how we navigate around whatever the universe has planned for us. Yeah. So, wow. did you want to do another? You Should can do them.
0: So, we just <laughs> excluded a bunch of super sensitive shit. But Barry yeah. was spot on. <laughs> Thank you for so picking
1: n- up my card, <laughs> Yeah. Now that I spoke the So, next... Mel. Mystical, Mystical Mal. Mal. Which deck do you want? <laughs> do you want this deck, this deck, or this deck? You can use the mini one, too. Oh, are they, like, all the same? So they're the same deck, but they're different versions. Like, so this is the Rider weight, and then this is the Mersai. This is the same, but this has, it's easier to shuffle because it's smaller, and it has better graphics, like. For some reason, I've been looking at this a lot. So you want Oh. So I don't know. If, if they resonate with you, I would encourage you, but if you want to, like, actually look at the art, It's not as, like, this is more hand-drawn crude reproduction, and this is more, like, digital art. But these are the same deck. They're just nicer cards.
2: Mary, I have to say, that was profound. Thank you. Wow.
1: It was about, the way that I interpreted it is it was about your relationship, but this is the glaring omission for your relationship Mm -hmm. is this issue with your family. Yeah. Which you've had
0: the whole time. Yeah. So
1: if you can clear out the omission, things are going to flourish more. I don't even know what
3: my question is, though.
1: That's the thing. If you just want a general reading, we can just do that. You don't have to ask a specific like question.
3: A general reading oh.
1: just gives you whatever? Yeah, it just tells you whatever the universe wants you to know.
3: Okay, yeah, I'll do that then. Is that okay?
1: Yeah, no, no worries. It's your reading. Okay. You, do whatever. I you do whatever... There's some things to you I
3: whatever. want to know, but I'm like, eh. Like, I don't know. Maybe a general one would be good. Yeah.
2: Do you want to put... The, do you think the mic would be good there?
3: Or
1: do for, I want to sit here? For you?
2: Here, and then... Or do you want me to move and you guys sit here?
1: Um, I'm going to move the chair up there so I can be next to the mic. Okay. I just... Alright, so shuffle those and put them in. Oh, thank
0: you. You know what we can even do is swing your mic around, too. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Let's do this. I'm going <laughs> to...
2: Are you cool if I put these away? yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> this is so amazing. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. You've got skills. I've
1: got... I'm considering just like getting like a wagon and decking it out like a Victorian wagon and You're going sure. around saying that I'm a traveling card it's one of my life goals I love it you gotta let me read your card Zach
2: yeah
0: Zach's like okay okay
2: I heard him weird
1: it's like
0: he's in the room it's like he's with it it's like he's a, it's like he's a phantom <laughs> be anywhere. Neer, 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 I told them what we were recording. Is like that sounds pretty cool. Right. I know
2: this episode. I know is going to be very mm-hmm. big. It's fascinating.
1: You should just you know, if anyone wants a terror reading, maybe we'll do a terror right? reading. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Seriously, advertise it at the end. Yeah. Like.
0: Hit me up on Instagram. Or yeah. Marcy's gonna have to dip out a little early, but we can wrap up. Yeah. No worries. No
1: worries.
2: But I just want to tell you that I think you're amazing. And I love you. And this has been so fun. Mm -hmm. And I seriously think we all need to hang out soon.
1: Yes, definitely.
2: Because
1: I've like had a blast. Um (laughs) So first of all, do you is there anyone that you're seeing or that you're romantically interested in? Yes. Okay. <laughs> My second question is... I don't know if this is your mother or your sister. Um, is there a woman in your life that is slightly... I want to say slightly dismissive. Like, I know you mentioned your mother earlier, but, like, a slightly dismissive of, like... can I explain this? Like anytime you have an issue or anything and you go to them for support, they kind of are a little cold Mm -hmm. shoulder and demissive towards you. Okay. Um, is there the guy that you're interested in, does he have, is he bound by like religion or a career? Career. Okay. Um, have you been seeing this guy for a long time or like talking for a while?
3: For a little while.
1: And it hasn't progressed very much. Oh shit! <laughs> does your mom know about this man? Yes. Is she not? Does she not approve of him?
3: Yes. She's been. She has her opinions. Yeah. So she's kind
1: of back and forth. She's not totally convinced that he's a great guy for you.
3: Uh, not that she just judges about some of the. Stories. It's
1: like of his appearance or his life or what, well, how he's lived.
3: She doesn't know a whole lot about. Like I've told him about him. And, like, what's going on, but I feel like she judges me or, like, I don't know, she doesn't approve.
1: Uh, of, like, of how some, it's progressed yeah, or whatever? So how okay, it,
3: how it's going, I guess. Yeah. My mom's very, like... like the situation overall. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, that. That helps. Mm-hmm. Is he also someone that's fair-skinned and has brown hair?
3: Um, oh,
1: that would... <laughs> oh, shit!
3: That would be someone else. That um, is someone no, else. No, that... Someone
1: else that you had a past relationship with? Yeah. Okay.
3: There's someone new that I'm talking to first, again, but he's kind of like a ginger, like blonde. The yeah. other one, though, I'm talking to, he's like involved in his career as well, and he's brunette person. Okay. I not talk
1: to him a lot, though. Man, you're yeah. giving her a run for her money. <laughs> Who's older? Is it the one you're seeing <laughs> now, or the one that's coming back? Oh.
3: Um, it's the a,
1: brunette. The, the brunette that's coming. Yeah. coming back. Yep. Okay. This is awesome. <laughs> the person you're seeing now that's focused on his career, is he younger than you, or is he the same age, or is he older? Younger. Does he act like he's older? Yes. Okay. Um, She's not asking you. No, did, did, did you and the other guy have an intense relationship, though, where you would have, like, yes. jumped on each other? Yes. Okay.
0: <laughs> I Kay. wish I knew this history. Okay. Oh, my God. Mary's yeah. nailing all of this. Uh-uh. Okay. <laughs> <No> pun intended. <laughs>
1: There's a lot. Um, yeah, there really is.
0: Just knowing what I know,
1: <laughs> this is so cool. Okay, righty. Where do I start? <laughs> <Where are you? laughs> so whatever you're doing with the dude that you're with now, it had to happen. Like obviously you guys were meant to hook up. The Ace of Wands. There's a joke in the tarot community or anyone who reads where it's it's a dick. Look at it. It's absolutely a dick. Let a me hand see. It to the it's dick. absolutely. Oh, a it dick. is, dude. Yeah. Yep. Um, again it's a hand you're being presented with something an opportunity you're giving it a hand job ones yep. um, speak into the element of fire which is fast burning and quick they speak into a lot of passion a lot of like new enterprises and stuff so you and this guy you met you were attracted to each other everything moved really fast he's not a bad guy you do like him he is stable he's cocky um <laughs> Because he's young, like, because he's, like, our age or a little bit younger, that's not a good thing for him to have now. Like, it's not bad, (laughs) but it's not good for him to have now. And it annoys you, or has annoyed you, especially when it comes to, like, sexual attraction and things like that. Um, The temperance speaks into... These two kind of speak together because they're major arcana cards. So whoever this dude is, you were meant to, like, have a relationship, a sexual relationship with him. And it's testing your patience it's testing your temperance he's obviously a bit of a fuck boy um because of the temperance spot mom's not happy about any of it this is mom as the queen of juan is she's kind of sitting on her throne kind of judgmental like i have it all you know i've lived a better life whatever You're, that's beneath me or whatever. She's not being supportive. She's just making it even more complicated with this fuckboy. boy. Um, The Eight of Cups speaks into, like, losses and moving on and, like, leaving things in the past. Like, there is a lot of feelings for, well, and I see it as both, right? I see it as feelings for dude, feelings for mom. Mm -hmm. It's more complicated than it's worth. So it's best for you to take all those emotions, package them up however you want, or however makes sense with you, and leave it there and move on. Meaning, if fuck boy is going to continue to fuck around and take his time, you got better things to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and you do, because whoever is older is going to come back around. Like, the, the Knight of Swords is... Hate, making great haste, coming with a message, coming with a proposal of some sort of like arrangement or relationship or something like that. And he's going to make it known to you. Like he's not going to waste any time. What the separation that you guys have now, that was his time to waste. He realized, Hey, this isn't what I want, or I want to explore something with you. So I'm going to come back around. So if you can move past this garbage that's going on with dude, and your mom, not saying that it was wrong, not saying that it wasn't uh, beneficial to you in some way, because it obviously was being a part of the major arcana cards, but it's not where you need to be right now, or it's causing you more distress than it's worth. So it's going to be best for you to leave the emotions in the past and progress forward. And there's going to be someone that's going to meet you once you do that, or right before you do that.
3: So necessarily, oh, no, you're going to uh, one with the, the older one. Mm hmm. See, with that one who I'm thinking. I don't know if it would be, you know. But it could it be someone that I don't know yet. Is that possible? It could, yeah.
1: Um, But because he's coming back in a haste, this uh, tells me that it's someone that you know, that you've met before. Think
3: about it before. How many times does he come back? That's the problem. Like, my mom doesn't approve of this one or this one.
1: Yeah. But part of the reason of you leaving behind is telling mom to fuck off. <laughs> like, I don't mean to be rude to say that, but like, that's Mom's, get, the impression that I get of mom is that it doesn't matter who you date, she's going to have a problem with it. Ooh. So really, it comes down to you, especially if, is he manipulative, by the way, the younger guy?
3: I'm trying to figure that out. Um, he doesn't really come off, like, cocky, he's more, like, shy, but then, like, you know, like, I could see it, though, like, and some over quiet. He says. You know. but yes, the things he, he say, says it, like, like just
0: certain words yeah or words that normally you wouldn't say so
1: like overt confidence in the wrong place like displaced confidence
3: maybe like because i would come like i mean from his friend and stuff like he like the guy i'm seeing he's really shy kind of quiet and stuff you know really nice guy like um chivalry like you know what i mean like he's like one that opens the door like once you know yeah. what i mean like kind of thing so i don't know but I
1: can see it. So, so you speaking into he he behaves in, in an approval manner. Yes. The Hierophant talks a lot into like images because the Hierophant was the high priest and like for the Roman Catholic uh-huh. Church, religion is all about images. So like that's kind of where I was like. tells you what you
3: want to hear, and then like when yeah it comes to it. He know? he knows
1: he knows how to act to get what he wants, but mm-hmm. behind closed doors or impersonally, he's still figuring out his shit. Yes, that's exactly... Um, So that's... Uh And that's what I get from the hair Uh which is why I was Uh like, this is a learning lesson for you, because a lot of men in general are going to come across as, Mm -hmm. like, righteous and a good guy, but they don't have their shit together, so they can't back that up. Um, Mom probably can see this, but mom also probably has some unrealistic expectations about people in general. Mm -hmm. And so it... um, She's just going to disapprove everything, because it's not what she imagined. But that's part of what you need to say is that mom, you've lived a different life than me in a different era. This is yes. my life and this is a different era. So
3: yeah. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, that's like so this one's coming back. Yeah. And like uh this this Knight of Sword so swords specifically speaks into people who are olive t- like olive tone skin. So like fair skin but has like olives undertones. Um. So, like white Mediterranean, and then like brown hair, and like <laughs> hazel eyes, or brown eyes, or like green eyes. That's usually what swords means. Um, wands speak into people who are light haired and light skinned. So, blondes, red heads, blue eyes, um, things like that. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that's oh. what I got for you. Yeah. He's like a boomerang. Uh, like, I know. Keeps coming I'm like, I'm worried time. about
3: this. Like, I don't even know. Like, well, let's oh, see. So,
1: shuffle shuffle these cards. Let's ask about the Knight of Swords. Shuffle, yeah, shuffle these cards. That's it's awesome. And let's see.
0: And it's I know. I'm so pissed. You won't even so know pissed. what see mine it, is. I, Do, I, yeah, just think, was, think of him. And record. then
1: oh. lay <laughs> out. I want you to lay out three cards <laughs> for me. No,
0: Marcy. So I will not record it. this. Shit. I wish I could <laughs> I'm very excited this next part, man. No dang mystical you're just making this very you are interesting yeah. and miss mary you have got the skills mm-hmm. holy yes. shit balls okay i'm more convinced that probably yeah i don't know what i want to know though
1: um but i want to point out like how i'm asking yes or no questions yeah. but mm-hmm. i'm not getting a lot of detail yes that's exactly. how you very know someone's big league.
0: enough thank yes. you Right, that because a lot of sidekicks and crap will want more detail, and they will keep back. Yep. What happened? Well, what yeah. happened before
3: that?
1: Yeah, I don't well, want to know. And like, I so mean, how you could.
3: Cards? Do I just
1: like however, like you feel, whatever feels, if it feels like you need to split it, if you feel like you need to take from the top, you do you.
2: There's no way that you would have known the turmoil of, oh, man. of, like, those things that are, you know, I thought I had a question in mind, but the question was really
1: I just split them in my yep. soul. Oh my right? gosh, let's hope it's right. If not... The Ace of Swords usually means new opportunities, um, new experiences. In your pants. Um, <laughs> the crown. It's crowned, so, like, there's a sense of, like like accomplishment, there is a sexual attraction, but he wants more. He wants some sort of come together, some agreement. Now, yeah, whether or so. not this is an actual relationship, I don't know, but it does mean that he, he has more of a plan than this dude. Cause like, if we were to say, like, if I were to put these in sexual experiences, this is a fuck buddy or a hitter or quit it. Oh. This is somebody that you've probably slept with before that wants to do it again. And he wants to do it again because there's something about that connection that he values. Or
0: what if okay. there's no sexual, but it's... We've
1: emotional? Had yeah.
0: had
3: sex but emotional, like... Oh, okay, you know, so then that... for a long time. Like, we want it? to. We want to. Like, you know, we wanted to, but like... But you didn't, for whatever reason, have, you didn't. Like... Yeah. Like, there's... but There's, yeah. like, this energy, like, when we first met each other. Like, I've never felt that, and I'm sure... Like, I don't know. Like, what? I just... We just have, like, that, that weird energy. I don't know. And that's
2: the one that it? comes in and out?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh.
3: Constantly,
1: so it's like desire, um, proposal, um, enterprise, uh, enterprises usually, Mars, woo. um, but like Mary's just falling I and know, dropping herself and Mary, everywhere. I'm too far into the ether, um. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on one second. So, Ace of Swords. Your mind is strong. You act with force. Good fortune is on your side. Have no doubts about this. And then, alternatively, you are not thinking clearly. Your ideas and your initiatives are blocked. I see the former, which is he's thought about you before. He's thought about the connection that you guys had. He's ready to do something with that connection, and it Ooh, it involves yeah. sex. Um, it always comes down to
0: that. Page <laughs> of Swords. She's filling the paper. Page oh. of Swords is a,
1: is a message. Page of Swords is usually like keeping, um, keeping a watch out, getting more details about things. So make sure like when he comes back and he's talking to you about things, make sure that you're, I don't want to say reading between the lines. Cause that, in- that implies that he's going to be dishonest with you. It's not that it's that don't get trapped in the idea of like all romance and all like, You know sugar and berries you want to make sure that you're still you have your wits about you you have your clear mind about you trust in your abilities use your mind act with honesty and face the facts have fortitude and remain optimistic and then alternatively nobody trusts you everyone thinks you're a cheat and a braggart your instinct your indiscretions are well known so again i see the former not the latter when he comes back trust it use your mind be pragmatic don't get lost in like rom-com dreamy ideas of things because he's still a person he still has faults the three of pentacles speaks into like working together um making things happen in the here and now in the physical realm so if i were to guess i would say that does he want a relationship right off the bat no but does he want to not have a relationship no like he he's not ready to be like i want a relationship with you but he wants to walk down that path and see where it goes, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't want something that's totally defined, but he doesn't want to shy away from the idea of a relationship. And with the pentacles for three, that meaning is your good plans will help, will help your projects, work as part of a team. So he wants to like build something with you um, and promote competence and confidence. Alternatively, the quality of your work and the quality of your thoughts is drifting into unreliability and disaster. Again, I see the former. Just because communication, messages, you picking up on details that maybe you didn't before, and then you both kind of working together to build something in the here and now, though it might not be defined as far as, like, boyfriend, girlfriend, or husband and wife, or whatever the case may be.
0: So, like, some kind of a thing. Some kind of a
1: agreement where, like, we're an item, we're doing this now, we're invested romantically in each other. Marcy's out. Marcy's out. Now it's my turn. It's I here don't know what question. You can do a general reading, like okay, okay. we'll do, I do that. Mean,
3: just, like, like, I just
0: like I.
1: Okay, you have to pick your deck though. So there are those two up there, or there's this one. This is the Rider Weight, but it just has better graphics. I'm gonna fill this one. And see what I feel, and this there's those two. There's these cards. Hmm.
0: I'm getting all handsy with all these.
1: Do it. I should have brought the Halloween one for you, but oh well, sorry.
0: Oh, zinger. Zinger? <laughs> you <laughs> want
1: the regular one?
0: Apparently, because this is the one that I got the zingy. The zingies in these ones just go in here.
1: Oh no. Oh yeah, those ones go in there. Okay, so. Oh, sorry. There's two cards on the. Here we go. Oh. I guess I have to shuffle them first anyway. Okay,
0: Sue. <clears throat> <laughs> He's like, what is that noise? <laughs> so how do you feel, Mystic Mel? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Shocks, because how could yeah. someone not know anything about her and know so much? Oh, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Shuffle those and cut those into three decks for me. Or three piles, not decks.
0: I think she's more full of questions now than answers pertaining to who's Roman back in.
1: I can't give you a name. I can only give you a vague description <laughs> of what you he sure? looks like. I'm sure I know
3: who it is. Like, it's popping in my head, so I know. But... Oh, it's so complicated. With that one, though. And both of them. Why do I? Why? Why do I get so complicated, guys?
1: I think most people our age have complicated romances because people sucks. our age don't know how to be like emotionally stable or like right, properly yeah. romantic it's you so want so that funny. but you
3: don't get that And both of them are so invested in their like you know careers work, work, yes but you know i was thinking maybe like the first one that we we're talking about like would be the second no but he's new and it made sense with the first you know he fits in with that but the second one it's so complicated
1: it could be someone that you have yet to meet, but and mo- more than likely...
3: But coming back...
1: Right. So, someone that... It could be someone new. However, it's more than likely someone that you have crossed paths with before. And maybe... Like, if it's not the person you're thinking of or not the person that you initially thought of, then it's probably someone from your past that you had a passing with or a short-lived relationship with. It could even be, like, a social relationship, like a past coworker or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're thinking like, yes. if you're thinking somebody, like if someone came to mind when you said that, mm-hmm. or like, if it shocked you, then mm-hmm. it's likely the person, whoever came to your mind. Cause tarot can uh-huh. be vague, but mm-hmm. usually it speaks yeah. into like the here and now. Okay. I think I've touched all these cards a lot now. Kay. So whenever you're ready, whenever you're done shuffling, just split the deck into three vials. And number the piles for me. One, two, three. You're splitting it so interesting.
0: I i am just going to let my on me. No, I love it. Me. Mm-hmm. I love it.
1: I just haven't seen someone do that before. Okay. One, two, three. <sighs> okay. Tell me when to stop laying cards. And was this a general reading cure? Or was yeah. Okay.
0: okay. I'm sorry if that's too many. No, no, no. I <laughs> was you're just good. going
1: when it's a... You're good. No, no. That's what I want. Uh, is there someone that you... Someone from your past, either an old friend or an old flame, that you have recently been thinking about or reconnected with? Maybe things have... You might have touched a little bit on the past and what happened?
0: Hmm. I did have an old friend text me recently. Okay. Who I did have a thing for. Okay. And he's real flirty but nothing serious. Okay. I don't know if that
1: pertains to it. That's the only thing I can think of. Okay. Is there (laughs) anything... This one's harder. I'm so sorry. No, no. (laughs) It's not, it's not that. It's just, it's harder when it's a general reading and I don't have, um, I have to rely more on my intuition. Oh. If it's not something. Well, if this
0: tidbit does kind of help a little bit. So as I was shuffling. Love kept popping in my okay, head. Okay. If that kind of helps guide. It, do, it does help Since guide. I'm very generalized. Yeah. It I'm does very help vague guide. in life.
1: <laughs> it's not just this, I'm vague in everything. So I don't normally, well, I guess I can ask this. Is there anything about your work that is stressing you out or causing you to like be, or the person who texts you, were they old coworkers workers or anything like that?
0: No, work okay. doesn't stress me out. I just, money stresses me
1: out. Okay, that makes sense. Um, So the Six of Cups speaks into, like, past. Um, usually someone from your past or, like, childhood coming back and reliving memories with you. Um, the Three of Pentacles is the here and now, working towards building a better life. The Magician speaks into the Inquirer, usually, like... Um, the Magician speaks into, like... You have the power to be a magician of your life, meaning you have the power to do things that will make you successful or do things that will make you stable, do things that will make you, um, have a better life. The will of fortune is exactly that. Like it's anything in every, like, like taking a gamble, basically. Mm-hmm. Usually the will of fortune does speak into like good fortune for you that the universe is smiling, uh, smiling upon you, but that there's an opportunity that's going to be presented. You need to go with the flow. Which kind of goes into that little
0: card that I picked, right?
1: I can't remember which one you picked. It was the...
0: What was it? Something of pentacles. It was the...
1: Was it the... It's the ace? Ace of pentacles. Yeah, the ace of pentacles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. You did get the ace of pentacles. Um, Yes. Um, Especially with... You have pentacles in your spread, so you have the three of pentacles, you have the eight of pentacles... You have a lot of Oh, I win. <laughs> you have a lot of major arcana cards. So you have the magician, the wheel of fortune, the fool, the sun. All of those are predetermined, predestined, like you weren't going to get away. Like they were going to come no I'm matter what. fuck, no matter what. And none of that them are bad really cards. Fucked, but none of them are bad cards. They're all really good cards. Um the 9 of wands speaks into like apprehension, um keeping your guard up, making sure that you have stability and safety, and that, that sounds about right. Things don't. How do I put this? You've been burned in the past, and you want to make sure that that doesn't happen again. So absolutely, you're keeping watch. absolutely. Um, With all, however many swords, the f- the fool usually speaks into like ind- an independent person, a person who is carefree and jovial. Um, he is standing at the end of a, edge of a precipice. So the edge of a cliff, he's not paying attention either. His head is (laughs) up against, is up in the clouds. Life's, so this also serves as a warning to like, pay attention. Like, even though things are free and care, or happy and carefree, or things are going okay, you still need to remain vigilant and awareness. Um, The eight of, seven of pentacles speaks into growing finances or cultivating like a home life cultivating um, new financial opportunities the three of sword the three of swords speaks into like heartbreak and disappointed disappointments um, that's my life <laughs> sometimes it speaks into um, like literal heartbreak like a breakup or things like that or like if somebody has disappointed you and then the sun speaks into um, kind of like a happily ever after it's like great felicity which is like great happiness but let's just double check um if so that's the perfect last card <laughs> right so the sun happiness and enli- enli- enlightenment vitality love good health fulfillment personal greatness and self-assurance a card of freedom and happiness sometimes referred to as the best card in the tarot things are going well for you make sure it stays that way alternatively inflated e- inflated ego poor logic sadness low vitality potential happiness is blocked because of wrong reasoning and misjudgments Trouble in relationship, delays and potential loss. I don't get that sense. That being said, it is followed by the three of hearts. But the way that I always interpret those type of cards is shit's gonna happen, but the sun will shine another day. It will be a lot better. Um, initially when when I saw this, it didn't strike too much of love, other than somebody coming back from the past, someone trying to build something with you, and then someone like being a jackass and like hurting your feelings or making a Mm-hmm. bad situation out of something that wasn't necessarily bad. Um, whereas this is a general reading. That And I have like a few different things weighing
0: on my mind, so I don't know
1: if that would... Yeah, so like if you're thinking about stuff <laughs> Like from financial f- and yeah. heart stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm all over the place. <laughs> and that makes sense, given that like past money, money, heartache... <laughs> That's my brain right, right. now. <laughs> um...
0: This is why I'm always confused in life with
1: everything. <laughs> couple of things I want to point out Okay, is, again, the major arcana cards. Because, again, these are things that the universe, you can't escape from. Mm-hmm. The magician. You have the resources and the ability to make things happen for you. If you can see in this card, the magician is holding a scepter, but he also has four of the suits on his table. So he has cups, pentacles, swords, and wands. Uh-huh. Um... Also, it has the infinity symbol, which is the number eight. Um, like I was telling Marcy, it's communication both ways through the universe to you and back again. Uh huh. So every time this card comes up, I see it as like a favorite card, meaning like you yourself have capabilities. You don't necessarily have to rely on other people. And so whenever you doubt yourself, know that you have all the capabilities that you need. Just like the Magician has all the suits and his scepter and the blessing of the universe. I do doubt myself a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so stop doubting yourself. Will of Fortune. Things are going to move in your favor. You, you as a person go with the flow. But things are going to move in your favor when you do go with the flow. Um, if I had to determine these two cards together, it would be... You're definitely guarded and that's a good thing. You also, you, you also keep things lighthearted and jovial, but you still need to pay attention. So these kind of work in tandem. Okay. Um, and they're, and they're also, one is looking off in dreamland. One is looking off in the distance for possible problems. And
0: that's me like conflicting all the time in my brain always, especially when it comes to like
1: relationships, not even just romantic, just relationships in general. general. Yeah. Yeah. So... That those I would say would work in tandem like be cautious, but don't forget, like, you're independent, and that these work in tandem too because it's the zero card and the first card. And so, it's like if this is the dude traveling and just living his life carefree, then this is the dude that knows that he can make it for himself. Um, the eight, seven of pentacles, like I said, speaks into building something so. With like self, with being cautious, with being like independent and fancy and carefree, focus on, I mean, obviously finances has been a big focus with you, but continue to focus on that. Continue to grow your, whatever it is that brings you the most financial stability, continue to grow that because you're already invested in it. You've already been investing in it for a while. Um, The heartache I'm a little confused about. Cause I'm not really sure where that's coming from. I don't know if that's coming from a romance. I don't know if that's coming from like a falling out or an argument with somebody that you care about, or if this is coming from somebody who maybe something that was in the past that didn't come up and it will, but either way, like the sun's got your back, like whatever uh-huh. challenge is happening here isn't going to last long and it isn't going to keep you from being happy or achieving something. Because the first two
0: that you said totally would go for that. Because both of those are
1: weighing on my mind, too. Okay.
0: Like, both of those. Okay. So. So you weren't wrong with those first two that you said for that one? Yeah. At all. Because they both are, like, constantly in my head. I'm just a jumbled
1: mess in this big noggin of mine. Most people are. (laughs) There's nothing bad that I see other than, like, I mean, heart of... Like the three of swords, swords, like I said, is like heartbreak and like emotions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Stupid that's gonna emotions. come. <laughs> it's probably gonna come from somebody from your past or something that happened in the past, but it's not anything that's gonna keep you down. Uh-huh. Because it's it's a simple it's a moment in time. Like the universe has better plans for you,
3: mm-hmm.
1: especially being like a minor arcana card and then a major arcana card right after. So. That's what I have for you. And yours was by far the hardest to read. So, um, just like me. It's true. And I think it's just because also... Um, it was general. It was general and you don't have anything of focus other than your day-to-day problems. Like, the you know wo- what I mean? The
0: normal woes everyone has. Yeah, or just
1: the normal rows that you have. Like, for example, Marcy has something going on with, like, her family and her romance. And Mel has something going on with her family and her romance. And you're kind of, like, doing your own thing, obviously, with the magician and the fool. So it's a little hard for me to narrow down what exactly the universe is going to bring for you. Um, I mean, but everything
0: you said applies to everything that has been going on in my head lately. Minus that, because, like, once in a while, this person will pop in and out just for certain reasons. Like right.
1: Flirty reasons. And then he just dips out again. So now that you mentioned that, the six of... This actually could be you reviewing your life and your past uh-huh. and reviewing the things that you've built in your life. You have the skills. You have the universe's favor. Be vigilant. Still be independent. Invest in your finances. Heartbreak is going to come, uh-huh. but the universe has your back.
0: I like that. That... That actually makes sense that it's giving me goosebumps, because like I have been coming to a point where I'm reflecting on things. Because okay, like, yeah, I'm yeah. an old ass hoe now. I gotta right. like figure my shit out. Okay. So does that help make more sense? To yeah. Is that actually how you spun that? Yeah. Because it's like looking at it, if you know, those, it just makes me all over the place. But I guess that makes sense since I'm like reviewing.
1: Yeah. I'm going to stick with that one now that I have more information, because that makes more sense what I'm seeing here.
0: Yeah. And as you were going, that, like, things pop in my mind, like, oh, maybe it's this. That's why I, like...
1: Right. And I guess that's another thing that I should have mentioned before I started drawing cards, but I didn't. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Um, It's not the... People think that a psychic or a fortune teller is going to give you your life's plan. They're not. Yeah. No. And if they say that they can, they're full of shit. A seer is somebody, a seer is a conduit that the universe uses to hear the, so that you can hear the message that you need to know. So essentially I speak the language of the universe and I translate it when I look at the cards. It is not up to me to convince you or to tell you what, you know, exactly specifically what you need to know. Like you need to be at the bus stop at 9 PM on Tuesday, the 29th. No, that's not how it works. I give you the information and you take that information and apply it where it's applicable and where it needs to go because you know your life. I don't. Mm-hmm. The burden of the seer... Pull up my Instagram because I wrote this because I was getting really pissed at people um, trying to say that like, you can't predict the future or like, how would you know that or I need proof. So I, I wrote this post on my Instagram to be like, no, you don't seem to understand how clairvoyance works. Um... So this was a post I made. Humans don't seem to understand how clairvoyance works, so I want to make something impeccably clear. It is not the burden of the seer to convince you or sway your beliefs. It is the burden of the seer to tell you what they know in an effort to help you navigate this life cycle. Hence, once the seer has spoken, their portion of the transaction is done. It is now up to you to decide what to do with the information you were given. So, again, if you have somebody who's telling you, oh, you have spirits around (laughs) you, let me banish them, or oh, I can see that you have an ill fortune, you're full of fucking shit. Like, first of all, you're not going to know those details, and second of all, all you got to do is communicate some sort of information. If you're being too detailed, chances are you're full of shit. Mm -hmm. That's not to say people don't speak with the other side, because they do, but they'll generally tell you, you know, did your mother pass? I have a message for you. You know what I mean? They don't just come up to you and is like, I see a lot of demons around you and a lot of spirits and a lot of bad energy. No, you don't. You're just trying to make an easy buck. When you get a reading, always keep in mind, it's always going to apply to you, or rather, it's not necessarily going to make sense to, to the seer, or maybe the seer can't see into it, but it will make sense to you once you hear what you need to know. Yeah, And it will hit you like, oh, geez. <laughs> yeah, I like didn't that, think about that. Yeah. Like
0: the last part where we did the review thing. Right. Life. And then I know at least that because I've been reviewing everything and I'm like, fuck, that kind of gives me some comfort that at the end of all of it, everything will be okay.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, and I would expect it to be only because you have the magician and the fool. So again, it's somebody who's capable with the ma- magician that has... <laughs> what they need or they're capable of getting what they need in conjunction with the fool who is independent and carefree and happy and mm-hmm. like essentially lives life to the fullest and doesn't let the world weight him down. Like he's only carrying like one single parcel on a stick. <laughs> yes, so like things yes. don't it's weigh tiny. him down. And it's very My tiny. My purse is bigger than that. It's very tiny. Um, so that's what I got for you. That's And awesome. again, the most difficult... Now I kind of
0: want to do a love interest one.
1: Jeez. You can. We can. We can do that. Okay. If you want. Do you, do you want to... But if you get like some really awful card, like the tower, I don't want to like scare you or anything. What is the tower? True. the <laughs> true? I'm like, no. What is the tower? So, mean? so the tower is um the rug of your life gets pulled out beneath you, but that doesn't necessarily mean that like. You're never gonna recover from uh, it
0: but it's gonna be okay I got that <laughs> you got the sun it's gonna, it's be, gonna okay. be okay and that's just life
1: that yeah. shit gets thrown at you all the time so for example um like for oh, ex, my ex-boyfriend's ex-girlfriend when she messaged me she was like i did a tarot reading for him and he got the he got the tower and that's how i knew he was full of shit and that he was gonna end up in jail <laughs> it's a pretty good rendition of the Tower, actually. So stuff like that. Like, let's say you're a drug addict, and you are cooking meth in your basement, and someone get, get, does a tarot reading, and you get the tower. Chances are, your meth your meth action's gonna come to an end. Yours and Marcy's were, like, spot I, on.
3: I know. I was gonna do, like, a general one, but then my... Like, that's been weighing on me, that stuff about, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Just kidding
0: yeah I'm like I'm curious because the love the word love kept popping in my head when I was doing this but I wanted to generalize one but my brain has been reviewing everything
1: well and that's the other thing is that the tarot or the conduit or the seer will tell you what you need to know mm-hmm. um, like I didn't ask about my brother Chris when I was getting a tarot reading done by a seer and she, she who does. is this person why <laughs> does
3: this person keeps coming up. Was well, it that one that you're like, you need to rest, like not? I don't know. Yeah, like the four, yeah, the four of swords. Me out is like this one kind of.
0: Yeah, so. you know, it's just I'm super sure. That's why I thought it was funny. And then this morning, you're like, I just need to rest. <laughs> <I know. laughs> that
3: like I my body is telling me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need to. Another universal is also, that also telling you, also
1: telling so you to do it.
0: Are you doing yours? You no, them. I'm.
1: No, I'm. I'm making sure that I didn't lose any of my oh. cards, so I'm sorting them to make Since sure that I have so all of them. Tired. They get cluttered with energy too, so um, when you organize them, it kind of clears out the energy.
0: Oh, is that why you retire decks too? Yeah. So, because um, that's what I was gonna ask you. Oh, okay, we could talk about that while we're
1: yeah recording. So retiring a deck, um. This is a retiring a tarot deck. This is something that I do my personal self. I don't know anyone else who does it. But when I retire a deck, I no longer use it. And because energy is absorbed in the deck every time you shuffle, every time you read cards, it's not a good idea to reuse a deck or to gift a deck that has been used to somebody else. Um, Even if you cleanse it with like salt or sage, it still has an attachment to the person who was originally like the card reader. So the way that I retire a deck is that I destroy it. So I have a paper, so I cleanse it with sage and salt and then I shred it in a paper shredder so that those cards can't ever be used and their energy is out in the universe instead of in the cards because they've been, you know, shredded and torn apart. So I retire decks when I feel like, For example, the two decks that I retired, the one of them was the one that I learned on. And when I thought that I was like a neurotypical person who was a pagan and now that I know that I'm neurodivergent and that was the deck that I learned on and that I've learned so much since then, I felt that that deck could no longer serve me. Mm -hmm. So I, I retired it. And then the other deck was gifted to me brand new by a friend, but the friend ended up being very Mm two-faced and ended up causing me a lot of like harm. Um, both socially and like in my heart because I thought they were a good friend. I didn't want to use that anymore because it was a gift. And so it was, you know, I had that connotation of the relationship. And then also like I had really ill feelings about the relationship and the deck reminded me of the relationship. So I just decided to, um, to retire it because of that as well. Um, and also it wasn't a deck that I resonated with a lot, Uh. um, I liked it. I thought it was very interesting, but it was definitely more the style of the person who bought it than for me. So that was the other reason why I retired it. I don't know what other people do with their tarot decks. I know a lot of people keep them forever. Mm -hmm. Um, The thing about being a spiritualist person or a pagan or a cardamancer is you do whatever feels right for you. Um, and being like a witch and a pagan, that is a running theme is that there's no rules or regulations that it really just comes down to the intention and the, like the will or the spirit of the person. Mm -hmm. And as long as your intentions are, um, they don't necessarily have to be good, but they can't be malicious. So -hmm. as long as your intentions aren't malicious, you go with whatever you feel is right or natural to you. Um, so for example, the way I read cards, I read them that way because that's what feels natural to me. Uh-huh. Having spreads was very hard because again, like I'd have to memorize something. Yeah. Whereas just laying out the cards and reading them as one conducive narrative works so much better for me. It seems like it'd
0: be the easiest to, yeah. at least for me.
1: Right. And that's kind of why I taught myself to do it that way instead of the spreads. And in my opinion, it's been way more effective than the spreads. Um, Especially where I can ask clarifying questions to people like, did this happen or did that happen? Um, Because the more I know, the better I can, the more clarification I can get, the better I can read the cards. That being said, part of the reason why I don't ask questions is twofold. One, if you tell me details, I'm going to start to create my own narrative bias and I can't read the cards correctly. Two, if I didn't ask you any questions and I nail your reading, you're not going to question if I'm fake or not. You're going to know that it's legit. Yeah. So. So, have you
0: ever heard of, like... Because I was watching some YouTube things on tarot, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. not, like, tarot itself, but people's experiences. Uh Uh-huh. And there was this girl that started getting into the tarot and stuff, and then she had, like, weird stuff happen to her, that, like, negative stuff, and... Like, hauntings, or...? I can't remember. It's not necessarily hauntings, but she said that something attached to her and all this bad stuff was happening. And so she would get crystals and stuff and she said that none of that stuff was working. It was just making it worse. So she, um, and then she went to some con- weird convention-y reading thing and they okay. read something aloud. and after that, that's when it started getting...
1: Like worse or better? Yeah,
0: worse. Okay. And, um... Then just going to any of those type of things started get, making her feel horrible. So okay. She didn't. And then she got freaked out and was just like done and just threw everything away. Okay. Like she said that something probably attached to her through that. Is that a thing or is that her just creating
1: her own? Can't, so okay, that's kind of a twofold. Que- that's kind of a loaded question. Sorry. No, no, no. I was and just it's not. Curious no, no, I no. It's, it. it's a. It's a valid question for what you saw. Mm-hmm. From the other side of what I know, it's I a loaded bullshit. question. <laughs> um, and the reason why it's a loaded question is because, as I mentioned before, cards are a divination tool. Yeah. They're not. It's a tool. Yeah. It's just like a pencil or a hammer or a computer or a, or headphones or the microphone I'm speaking into, it's a tool. It's not a possessed item that has a spirit attached to it.
0: That's what I thought. It's
1: not a conduit in and of itself. It's not a mystical thing. So if she was doing this stuff and she got something attached to her, it sounds more like she was already haunted and whatever was haunting her had the ability to communicate with her through the cards Ah. and created more fear in her through the cards, so that she was weaker, so uh-huh. that it could fuck with her more. Um,
0: That's what I thought, because I'd never heard of anything like that happening
1: from Tarot. Like, people people like to associate that with Tarot, like, oh, if you mess around with the Tarot, you're going to get ghosts and all sorts of shit. Yeah. No. It, it's a tool. That's like saying, if I use a hammer, I'm going to smash my fucking hand up. You know what I mean? I'm only going to smash my hand if I'm not paying attention. You know what I mean? And it's the same thing with tarot. If you don't know what you're doing, and you... It's not even if you don't know what you're doing, because it's a divination too, and it was originally a parlor game. Mm -hmm. It's more of, if you're putting too much energy into mysticism without understanding it, or you're putting too much energy into ghosts and goblins without understanding them, they're going to take that opportunity to fuck with you. Because just like when you... Ah, there it is. Um did lose a card and i found it um it or or rather it's like a bully if you don't know if you're intimidated of the bully the bully is going to keep freaking you out right when you stand up to the bully or you're not intimidated of it that's when they leave you the fuck alone yeah it's the same thing with spirits like if you're doing something that you find scary and you see it as a way to bring them in Well, you're making yourself weaker and now they are probably going to fuck with you more because now you've made yourself bait by being so weak. Mm -hmm. So I think it's more down to like what that person believed as opposed to it being a bad, like an actual bad thing. Like I've been reading tarot for... Oh, hell. Um... The first tarot deck that I ever bought, I was 21 years old or 22 years old. Mm Mm-hmm. So, and I'm 38 now, and I still haven't been possessed or died or (laughs) lost a limb or broken a bone or gotten stitches because of my tarot cards, um... Quite the opposite. Um, I've actually been able to predict things or been able to align my life with what I've seen in the cards, which is really helpful. One, two, three. Okay.
0: Yeah, one, two, three. Okay. And then these two fell out. Those two fell out. I thought it was funny because we got the hermit. The hermit. <laughs> <laughs> the hermit! Yeah. <laughs> me. I know. That's why I laughed. I was like, yeah, that one would fall out. Yeah, I was just curious when I saw that. Because I wanted to see other people's perspectives of the tarot stuff. So I was looking on YouTube and uh, I came across that and I was like, I don't, I don't know much about it, but I doubt that is the case for that. So that's why I was like, I want to get Mary's opinion on
1: that. If I were to say something was evil or a conduit for malicious entities on the other side, I'm going to go with things like if you're doing blood magic, um, if you're antagonizing spirits if you're going to their burial place and offering them sacrifices and trying to summon them Mm -hmm. if you are obsessed with satan or you're obsessed with like evil entities and you keep trying to contact them if you go looking for bullshit you're gonna gonna find find it yeah like if you're trying Mm -hmm. just to figure out what's beyond this life Chances are you're going to get freaked out, but you're not going to get harmed Mm -hmm. unless you are so scared that you make yourself a victim. Kind of like um, we've talked a lot about abuse on this show, but like. I like to say, don't make it easy for abusers to abuse you. Don't make it easy for entities or negative entities to fuck with you or to possess you. Don't do it. Like Mm -hmm. if you're going to go looking for those things, they're going to come for you because you're giving them an opportunity to be seen and heard. Yeah. Um, so tell me when. Okay. i <laughs> from really
0: long to really short.
1: So the first two that came out is the Sir and the Hermit. Um, those are both major arcana cards, as is the Devil and the Hierophant. I got Um, the devil doesn't mean what you think it means. just like the death card doesn't mean what you think it means. The star speaks into new hope. Um, it speaks into positive things coming. Um, usually it it comes about when the night's the darkest, you still see stars. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like that. Like things might be hard. Things might be really emotional, but things are going to start turning in a more positive direction. Um, just like wishing upon the star, it can also speak into, like, wishes coming true. So, good omen, hope, inspiration, generosity, serenity, peace of mind, feign, openness, a card of hope, hopefulness and inspiration. Many things will improve. Fortune is on your side. Old wounds will be healed. The perfect time to make change. Alternatively, is self-doubt, lack of trust, cynicism, pessimism, negativity, bleak future, lack of hope, the promises being offered may be false. You cannot express yourself because your mind is rigid, and this rigidity stands in the way of your happiness." So, again, those are the traditional meanings. The way I see the card, especially in this reading, it's, it ain't over yet. There's Mm -hmm. still stuff to come, again, when the night's the darkest, the stars shine the brightest. The Hermit speaks into wisdom, it speaks into introspective, it speaks into taking time for oneself, like healing yourself, doing shadow work and all of that. You got more pentacle, like pentacles. I'm a pentacle magnet yep.
0: apparently.
1: So the 5 of pentacles usually means um financial strife. So something breaks unexpectedly and costs a lot of money, there's an unexpected illness or a trip to the doctor that wasn't expen- ex- expected. Finances become tight. Um some some people take this literally because there are two people that are displaced in the snow. So some people say it's a card that means like you're going to go belly up financially. I've never seen the five of pentacles that way. I've always seen it as you hadn't, there was an expense that you weren't expecting. It's going to hit you when finances are tight, unfortunately.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, I'm assuming this is your work. This is the eight of pentacles. So this speaks into like craftsmanship, somebody who's really good and really dedicated at their job somebody who spends time honing their craft so that they can be good at it, so that they can make the appropriate like money and investments. Um, The devil is an interesting card because I've had it come up in a reading where I I tried to speak with like someone beyond the veil. Um, So it can indicate like the afterlife and things like that. But the traditional meaning is overemphasis on appearance, staying in ignorance, experiencing limitations, feeling hopelessness, a card about bondage to matter and bad ideas, preventing a person from growing or being healthy, symbolic of primal desires for material pleasures, alternatively, entrapment, greed, ignorance, anger, ty- tyranny, obsession, danger, feeling completely trapped, emotionally blackmailed, abused by authority, feeling guilty when enjoyment is possible, life is reduced by fear and frustration. With the That's conjunction, a sad card. it's a sad card, <laughs> but again, it doesn't mean what you think it means, especially uh-huh. in conjunction with what's going on. So the way that I see it where as it follows financial strife, financial investment, and now the devil card. This is not what you wanted for your finances. This is not easy to be in a financial situation. Mm-hmm. You're getting super fucking discouraged because this shit is hard. Why can't you just have money when you need fucking money? That all being said, mm-hmm. There is somebody the King of Cups speaks into somebody who is fair-skinned, usually has blue eyes or hazel eyes or green eyes, light brown hair, um, so, like, my color or lighter, and is someone who is a aficionado of the arts. Hold on. Let me go back to the Cheatsy. Um, no, that's not the one I want. This is the one there's so many references, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying, like there's traditional reading, and like yeah, that was the other thing that uh Arthur Reit spoke into is that there are many ways to interpret the card, so it's best to go with your intuition mm-hmm. than it is anything else so in the rate um writer weight tarot description Knight of cup- or king of cups is um. Fair man, man of business law, or divinity, responsible, disposed to oblige the quarant. You're the quarant, by the way. I'm the quarant. Also, equity, art, and science, including those who have professed science, law, and art, creative intelligence, reverse, dishonest, double-dealing man, roguery, extraction, injustice, vice scandal. In this concept, I'm going to say, fair man with brown hair, likes art, is intelligent, um... Hmm obliged to the querent, meaning this dude is coming for you because you're the Quarant, oh and he's obliged to you. Um, this is followed by the Queen of Pentacles. The Queen of Pentacles usually speaks into fertility. Sometimes it speaks into... Um, <laughs> Do you get that smile off your face. Fertility, pregnancy. Um, no, that's also, the worst card ever for Karen to get. It also speaks into like um, home and hearth life. Okay. Um, so it's not just I'm going to
0: get knocked out
1: no no that's worse then, than saying i'm gonna be dead there's and then there's the herefants which is um again is the priest so all three of these together the king of cups the queen of pentacles and the herefants tell me marriage okay because somebody officiating marriage okay um this would be home life being a mother being a wife pentacles speaks into the home could be pregnancy could be children maybe he already has kids and you're gonna be a mom i don't know um I I hesitate to say that it's pregnancy just because you got other pentacles. So yeah. this pentacle to me doesn't necessarily say fertility. I'm it says pretend financial you didn't say fertility. <laughs> to me it seems more like financial stability. When he appears in your life, there's uh-huh. financial stability that comes to you, whether through him or whether through the work you're doing prior to him. And it just seems like just together at the same time, even. Yeah. So like what I get from the reading in terms of love finance is yours you're focused right now because <laughs> yeah. apparently the universe already has somebody that they're bringing to the you the universe th- is like I got you Kira when you least expect and that it will create some sort of like home hearth financial stability um and the hereofant this again because it's the end I'm just gonna say that this is marriage because the hereofant being the high priest also speaks into like marriage traditional marriage roles traditional households and things like that because again the priest from the Roman Catholic Church so uh huh Right now, you need to focus on yourself. Okay. Um,
0: having like hope and new.
1: seizing opportunities and then your finances. And yeah. whatever you do, this shit's going to come no matter what, right? Uh-huh. Fin- finances I, come I and go. I think it's already here. Right? <laughs> don't let this get so discouraged that you're like... I'm getting discouraged right. because of it. But don't get so discouraged that you wallow in like, this is shit. Um, I feel bound to this life. It's never going to get any better. Uh-huh. I mean, you can't avoid it. It is going to get annoying. Yeah. But it looks like there's a plan. Also, the sun also speaks into like happy marriage, happy life, fertility, children, all of that. So it sounds like, it sounds like, I hate to say this because I know that this is a a fear of yours and it has nothing to do with babies. Okay, good. But I, I hate to say it, but I think like you're going to struggle financially until you find your partner. Yeah. Just because, unfortunately, with the way life has played out for you, you can't do it all on your own financially. Mm. But whoever's coming is going to have your back there. And either he's going to support you financially or he's going to help you be more financially savvy or mm-hmm. be more financially stable.
0: I'm fine with that part. I don't need a sugar.
1: T- well, I need a sugar daddy, but <laughs> he's not a sugar daddy. I can tell you that right now. So we mentioned earlier coincidences. Um, me as a pagan, I don't believe in coincidences cause I know better. Um, also coincidences aren't a thing. That's divine intervention. Um, also if there are too many like conveniences within the coincidence, it's not a coincidence. That's intentional. So much like the gypsy in The Wolf Man, <laughs> I love how you reference the gypsy. She she <laughs> says, um, "There there are no coincidences. There are only there's only fate,
3: mm-hmm. and that is
1: absolutely true. Like coincidences are a way for humans to dismiss like the magic around us and the and divine intervention. So it's not a thing. I don't give a shit what anyone says. <laughs> it's not a thing." coincidences are not a thing the universe is not chaotic it does have a plan and it will intervene when it feels necessary and with that what are we listening to when we're (laughs) shuffling tarot cards (laughs) well since
0: marcy has disappeared
1: has vanished into the ether
0: into the ether she had a
1: time limit on her on her ouija board visit Uh uh-huh unfortunately we had to send her back (laughs) Or I had to send her back.
0: <laughs> so on Marcy's playlist, Marcy? she picked Ghost, Square Hammer,
1: Joss. That's a good one. That is a good one. I like um, how she picked. She picked Ghost too. I'm <laughs> surprised she
0: picked Ghost. Right, especially
1: since like, oh Marcy,
0: Marcy, have you even listened to this song? <laughs> Everybody's listened to f- to Ghost. Uh, well, and then ones. next one is Mod Sun Shelter. Okay. I think it says mod on my broken phone screen. I don't know. I'm um, Queen Fat Bottom Girls. Yeah, it's a great song. Hell
1: yeah, that's my theme song, man. <laughs>
0: AC/DC, whole lot of Rosie. Oh yeah. And then of course, because it's Marcy, she her last one is Beyonce, Seven Eleven. Okay. <sighs> She's like crazy Beyonce girl.
1: But I'm curious about the Seven Eleven. Yeah, I don't know that song. We'll have to listen. To Just that. the date, like Seven Eleven, like
0: the date. Why? Like,
1: why, Marcy? Why? Why 7-Eleven? <laughs> and do you mean the date or do you mean the convenience shop? Yeah. What is it? Do you want to do yours next? Do mine next? So, while I'm reading tarot and shuffling cards for people, <laughs> what I've got jamming on my playlist is dun 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 So I have Suzanne Vega, Predictions.
0: That's a good
1: one. Which, kind of a weak song lyrically and repetitive, <laughs> but I dig it. And then I have, um, because we talked a little bit about Houdini, mm-hmm. from the amazing punk rock band Tsunami Bomb, they have an album me. called the, the Ultimate Escape, and the cover is very much a person in like <laughs> a water tank trying to escape. Absolutely. So it looks like a, a poster that you would see for Houdini. <laughs> but I chose their song, El Diablo. That's a good one. Um, From Punk Rock Staple, or, or not Punk Rock Staple, Psychobilly Staple, we have Tiger Army with Afterworld, because you talk to the dead sometimes when you do divination. And then from um, Searching for This Episode, I found this amazing song. Well, this amazing playlist. But on this playlist, there was a song by this 70s... I don't know if this is a glam rock band or a hair band, (laughs) but it's called Tarot Woman. Sweet! And, like, the thing about this song is that the instrumentals are phenomenal, specifically, like, the whammy bar, the use of the whammy bar on the guitar. (laughs) But the lyrics are what you would expect from a hair band. So they're... (laughs) <laughs> Subpar poetry for the lyrics against beautiful instrumental, So it's almost like listening to a B-horror movie.
0: <laughs> or this podcast. Or this
1: podcast. <laughs> um, and then lastly, I have Gypsy Massacre from oh, the oh, Wolfman oh. soundtrack. <laughs> which was written by Danny Elfman, and that's the 2010 Wolfman, by the way, with Benicio del Toro. I haven't seen that still. I it's keep so meaning good. Too, and then I forget. It's it, in my opinion, it's better than the original one with Lon Chaney Jr. Hmm. because they, um, the storytelling's a little bit better. Uh. They take they put it in the early uh, 19th or the 19th century, mm-hmm. so it's like Victorian era, which I feel like fits the content of the story better. Yeah. And then they have a really amazing twist at the end that is Ooh. not in the original one. Ooh! So I highly recommend it. All right. Plus you had me at Benicio. Benicio del Toro. Benicio. Benicio. <laughs> Benicio.
0: Benicio. All right. And then what's on my playlist? What is on your playlist, Kira? It's all over the place. Number one, and mystical Mel's gonna appreciate this one. I went with some Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> count me out it's not a normal Kendrick Lamar song but count me out nice it goes perfect and then I go with my OG The Spooks Things yeah. I've Seen yeah Spooks and then uh, Bad Omens Careful What You Wish For bad o- But Bad Omens props yeah. to you girl Then <laughs> I went with Chaosium The Third Eye <laughs> killing it she's killing it with these song titles guys and then number five ginger i speak astronomy
1: <laughs> was this for your brother
0: <laughs> we love no you back. it's spelled different <laughs> it's not red-headed ginger it starts
1: with a j oh <laughs> so
0: that's that's what all of us are listening to do you have any songs you want to add no what
1: songs do you want to listen to <laughs> nothing <laughs> She wants to listen to Divinals every time I think of you. I touch myself. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding.
0: That is her playlist. It's because of,
1: it's because you got the Ace of Wands and the Ace of Swords. I had to say something. I'm kidding. That's not your song. No, it's
0: totally it's her totally song. It's totally her song.
1: I didn't mean to call you out on our show like that. No, That's no, great. no. It's
0: beautiful. That's her playlist song.
1: Thanks for participating. Speaking (laughs) of touching ourselves, oh, yeah, who (laughs) is our silver fox? Our silver fox, all right, foxy, foxy. Who is it? Who is it? Who is it?
0: All right, those of you who know who blink182 is, teenage
1: brown girl. It's not Travis Barker. No. Sorry, Travis. <laughs> no. Nope. You are sexy, though. Yes.
0: And it's not Tom DeLonge. Because you're the weird
1: one that has the weird nasally vocals. Aliens! Aliens. <laughs> but it it's is. the other one. The other one. Who? Mark. 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 Not Marky Mark. No, no. We already did you, Mark Wahlberg. The He's other wrong. Mark with yeah. the brown hair and the blue eyes from Blink One Eighty Two that started the band. Yeah, Mark, hop us, hop us. Because <laughs> I'd like to <laughs> hop up on him. Maybe we could. The two of us could hop. Wait, that doesn't work. I was gonna be like <laughs> us hop or no hop us. Uh, us hopping together. Oh, that was a stretch. That'd be
0: a weird, weird position.
1: <laughs> you know. What if he? What if he was in? Have, okay, so first of all, ladies, have you ever had sex with a man who fucked like a jackrabbit? Or am I the only one that's had this experience? Um,
0: no, I haven't.
1: I know there's another other women out there that have had this experience, or maybe oh. men, yeah, have I had know. this experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are men out there who are not good at thrusting.
0: <laughs> they just boop,
1: boop, and the moment boop, they boop. get in, it's literally like a jackrabbit. <laughs> they just. <gasps> And then they're, like, done. <laughs> uh, Pretty much, yeah. Um, So I almost wonder, like, what if Mark Hoppus had a kink for, like, hopping, you know, jackrapping <laughs> while he's having sex? So, so Mark, he put the hop in Hoppus. If you ever
0: hear this by some weird chance, <laughs> will Let you answer a question?
1: <laughs> Let me know how you fuck. We want, to, we want to know how you look. But, truth, but truthfully, I had the biggest crush on Mark Hoppus as a kid. Um, His aesthetics, like the way he looks, was absolutely the type of dude that I would try to date in high school. Like, brown hair, blue eyes. Like, if you had brown hair, blue eyes, and a perfect smile, like, I, I was done. I was smitten. He always made me giggle the most
0: out of the three. But I went for Travis Barker, like, for crush-wise.
1: Yeah. Travis definitely looked Travis to me when I was in high school and junior high. was a lot more intimidating because, like, I was I loved tattoos, but I wasn't into like the full like tattoo punk rock look. So I liked Marcus because he looked more like a good boy, like a boy He's that I boy could take next to door. church. <laughs> yeah, he
0: is the boy next. door. He's the
1: boy next door.
0: So there you
1: go. Tom's the weird friend that nobody likes, and <laughs> Tom's Travis. The one
0: everyone makes fun of. And
1: Travis is the friend that is older, but that you're weirdly attracted to, but uh-huh. you never hit on because you don't want to hurt your crush's feelings and your crush's mark. <laughs> That's how I'm going to determine this. I have this. never
0: been in that situation before. I've never been either. I'm just making
1: up a fun <laughs> scenario. Say,
0: that sounds oddly like <laughs> you've been in it's that been it's oddly
1: specific, <laughs> Mary. No, I've never dated Mark Hoppus. Mary, who did you have, Unfortunately. <laughs> How I need to look. We always got to look up how tall they are when I'm on the oh, show. Oh, yeah. Let's look up how tall he
0: is. I feel like Travis is probably the shortest. I think you're right. And we all know Tom is long because his last name, DeLong.
1: Yeah. He's
0: the longest one in and the I,
1: group. And I've always wondered, like, his last name is DeLong, right? And he's a rock star and he's had quite a few women. Da but something strong. tells me that, like, I mean, he's a white dude, right? So something tells me that he's not endowed in his, you know, he's probably average. Like, that's just the essence that I always got off of him.
0: I, I feel his his
1: member is average. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I bet it's like five or six yeah. inches. Um, I bet
0: you Mark is probably the hung one of the group. Do you
1: think? I think
0: Travis is the think hung Travis, one. Travis? Because he's the shortest. Is he the shortest? He looks like he'd be the shortest, but I could be wrong. I'm
1: going to say he's the most hung because he looks like he would be the most ex- sexually explicit. And I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to use stereotyping because he has tattoos and piercings.
0: There are people who listen and know Blink-182 personally. Which one is the most hung? Which, we just need to know. Which one has the biggest, <laughs> the biggest PB? We're five now. You already knew that listening to the very first
1: episode. It hasn't changed either. Which member of the group has the biggest member? <laughs> I was just going to say that. Who has the biggest member of the members? So Mark Hoppus is 6'2. Oh. Tom DeLonge is 6'4. So you're right, he is the longest. Yeah. Travis is 5'9. That's about what I was thinking. Yeah. I'm still so gonna say Travis has the biggest <laughs> eggplant in he his life. He might pants.
0: have like a kickstand that he could just like get off his legs and just hang on. And his just whang. hang and just hang it there. Just
1: hang his wang. Kickstand. Um, so apparently Mark has a son named Jack, which I had no idea. I knew he was married. Didn't know he had a kid. I didn't know any of that. He was born March 15th, 1972. So he's 50, how old? 51 now? He's 51 now. He's Silver Fox Age. He's Silver Fox Age. He is a Pisces because he was born March 15th. That's Pisces, right? I think so. Let's look this up. So he's a fish. You know who else? Like Ginger,
0: that band has a song called Pisces. Do they really? They do. It's a really good
1: song. I'm not familiar with Pisces as much as I am the other. My brother's a Pisces. He is? Mm -hmm. I've only hung out with a couple Pisces before. I feel like I've known maybe three Pisces in my lifetime.
0: My friend Little Bronnie's Pisces too.
1: He is a Pisces. Pisces ends on March 20th. So it goes from February 19th to March 20th. So Mark, you are a Pisces. You're a fish. You're the double fish. (laughs) Thank you.
0: You're the Gemini of the fish world. <laughs> You're the Gemini of the fish world. <laughs> I am just a Gemini. You're the Gemini of the fish world.
1: <laughs> um, let's see. I want to see if this uh, this matches him. Um, where's the thingy? What is the personality? Pisces thrive on spontaneity. Spontaneity. Spont- Spontania. Spontaneity, yeah spontaneity thank you it's a hard Spont- word <laughs> it is a hard word spontaneity and love to be able to go with the flow um it's a water sign that is highly in tune with the feelings of others they some down. they sometimes put their own needs on the back burner to make others to make sure others are happy that's my brother to a t i see that in his musical writing
3: mm-hmm.
1: mark hoppus because if you look at blink 182's career and you look at the the songs that Tom wrote versus the songs that Marcus wrote, Marcus has a lot more emotion behind them it's than kind of Tom does.
0: Tom is a long shlong. Is a long
1: shlong. It's because he is. It's because he's so indecisive about being in a band. <laughs> we talked about that. We talked a lot of Trash <laughs> about Tom DeLong before we started recording, guys. Just so you know, I would. I would not. Tom long. I would not turn down any one of them in bed, especially not Mark. <laughs> especially not Mark. He can hop on me any day. In fact, he can hop on us. Ah! Ew! Ew! And not only
0: that, Marcy has some input
1: on what. What is Marcy's input? Her Mark's input office? is
0: you didn't lose any, but now you're going to.
1: <laughs> right, I'm trying to shuffle these. I definitely, I mentioned it before, but I definitely like his smile, how it's like perfect and how his canines really are longer than his front teeth. When I was in <laughs> high school, that was like that. a thing. Like, I don't know what it was about those smiles, but <laughs> any dude that had longer like canines than their front teeth, I was like, oh my God, you're so attractive. Because they're werewolf. Or vampire. Or yeah. vampire. Something. Some something prenatal. that can bite me hard. Uh, That's why.
0: So... Marcy says that Mark can play her bass anytime.
1: Ooh! Maybe he'll make it low and dirty. Maybe rattle a little bit. Maybe. Maybe. Run around naked in socks. Tube in socks.
0: In <laughs> <laughs> tube socks, just running around. <laughs> Sliding all over the place. Yeah. With sunglasses on. <laughs> Risky <laughs> business. <laughs> it's hard to do that on a street. <laughs> oh, yeah. Except for right now, with all the ice that's around, little oh snowstorms. No more snow with that. Thank you, Mark Hoppus,
1: for being a handsome fella and making us laugh, and and being a staple of my teens. Yeah, and for keeping Blink One Eighty Two going, even <laughs> though. Thanks for not leaving us for aliens. Yeah. <laughs> And thanks for, you know, their sound has improved over the years. That is one thing. Mm-hmm. It, they've definitely progressed as musicians. Um, I also appreciate how Mark Hoppus was a goth kid in high school and a Robert Smith fan. That
0: still makes me giggle.
1: <laughs> I love, like, so I read an article in a magazine. I think it was, like, Blender or Rolling Stones or something. And he was talking about, like, how when he was in high school, he used to get bullied because he used to, like, wear black and wear eyeliner and all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. I want to see him
0: in eyeliner. Right?
1: And so, like, he he was really into, like, gothic music, like The Cure and Do- Joy Division and whatever. And so it was a big deal to them to get Robert Smith to perform on their 2003 album, self-titled album for all of this. And let me just say, that song is, like, one of the best on that album. Um, it's a good song. So that's another reason why I love him is because we both love the same goth people. It's the goth people that join the bond. Once a goth, always a goth. You just know them by their look. But yes, Marcus, thank you for being attractive and for being our silver fox. We love you. We love you. (laughs) Well.
0: Well. Anything else you'd like to add to the... To the mix? To the mix.
1: Um, To the deck. Huh? And on deck. Um if I guess I could sell myself and be like, yeah. So I, I don't read cards like as a career or anything, but if anybody is interested in getting a reading, you can reach out to the 801 horror cults and then they can redirect you to me. If you would like your own reading. Um, and if you have any questions, send them our way. Cause I'd be happy to answer it. The more people know about what, lies beyond this world I feel like the better we can navigate within this world if that makes sense yeah and thank you to all of you ladies for letting me traumatize you with my magical <laughs> card abilities
0: thank you for making yeah. Marcy cry I didn't mean to make her cry I feel so bad now you definitely made everyone's jaws
1: dry yeah I yeah. that's what I do <laughs> And if Mark's listening, I can make your draw drop in a different way. Oh! oh. You hear that I can make marker. your pants drop, too, just to be clear.
2: If you would like to follow us on Instagram or Facebook... Or our, Twitter. Or Twitter. Twitter us. Tweet us. <laughs> uh, go to 801-HORROR-0-CULT, C-C-U-L-T. Um, or you can also... Email us, which would be killer,
1: mm-hmm.
2: at 801 vix at gmail. So 801 H O R R O R C U L T V I X at gmail. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us your stories. We, we will totally tell those stories because mm-hmm. who doesn't want to hear that?
0: You can hear our version of your story. Yes, it, it will, will be, be a real thing. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> you know how people do listener's tales? We'll be like, we're going to put a spin on yes, your tail. Yes, this will be
2: our version of your tail.
0: <laughs> we'll be like the the modern art of your tail.
2: Yes. Artistic
0: I'm, expressions.
2: It'll be beautiful.
0: Also, follow us, subscribe, and rate us. We, a good rating, please. Please be kind. Yeah. Rewind. We want like two more listeners.
2: <laughs> it would be lovely if there were at least two. Yeah, at least two more. We'll get there. More. We'll get there.
0: Marcy it's, will show you her boobies,
2: <laughs> <laughs> and Kira will show you her anti penty beads.
0: Well, world, well, I can't talk today. Well, world, thanks for listening to another episode of Angel One Horror Occult. With I, Tim, the Tool Man Taylor. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> this is now home improvement. <laughs> what? It, what was it? <laughs> What, what the fuck is his handyman? Like, Al?
1: Al, but
0: what was his... I don't know. I don't remember.
1: It was Al Borland. Al, I'm not boring Borland. Or something <laughs> shit like
0: that. I always had a crush on him. He was cute. He, he, he was he, a he thick had boy. He like, was he was good with his hands. He was a thick boy. And I was five? <laughs> I don't know. I <laughs> I was micro, I don't know. I was micro, but I do, I do in my pants that something wasn't <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> So join us next week. I don't know what we're talking about yet, so it's gonna be a surprise for everybody. No. <laughs> well, goodbye. For now, at least. For now,
1: we'll see you on the other side. Ooh, in the